Hello and welcome back to OT Talk with Mr. T. I'm your host, Mr. T. Today we're going to continue with energy conservation. We're going to move into joint protection and also work simplification ideas. We're taking a little bit of a break from the ideas of building session, ideas, activities, and tasks around uh, materials and objects and items. And we're going to look at these ideas just for a little bit. This is especially helpful for adults, especially with us such disabling conditions and unfortunate conditions such as COPD, MS, ALS, arthritis, and all the like. Hopefully we never should know from such types of things, but in general this is good to get out there. Did a little research on Google and whatnot to find these ideas and also thinking of them for myself and for others, and hopefully this helps you in energy conservation too. Again, we're talking here energy conservation, using your energy wisely, finding a healthy balance between activities and rest, making the most of your body's available energy, getting the most activities such as work done using the least amount of energy. Why? The effects are, according to this that we found, one of the booklets that we found, it's for you to be able to enjoy your day. You could feel hopeful in your day. You could be happy with your day. You could feel that you tolerate activities. You have energy for things. That you have choices. That you could ask for help and use it when needed. That you could relax and be kind to yourself. And that you could feel like you're more in control. And that you can control the activity and the task instead of the task controlling you. We want to avoid fatigue, pain, shortness of breath, and activity cycling. If you have fatigue, feeling weary, weak, exhausted, it can make you feel less efficient and impact your independence and safety. Of course, it falls under the OT purview in here in OT land, so we wanted to mention it on OT Talk. Pain not only affects you physically, it also affects emotionally, impacts your relationships with others. If you have shortness of breath, especially COPD, with doing these different actions, it could lead to avoiding activities, reducing independence, ability, and losing a good self-esteem. Activity cycling is when you get caught up in the underactivity or overactivity cycle. You do too much, feel exhausted, and stop doing everything to compensate. So it gets out of the ability to be independent and it gets in your way and it gets you not to be able to feel like you go about your day in the proper way. It's going to make you not want to go out, not get anything done. You feel like you're a nuisance because you have to bother people. You don't want to feel bothered. You want, you're going to feel like you can't do so much anymore. Stairs are going to feel bad. Navigating your house and the environment, you're going to feel guilty and a struggle and feel so tired if you have fatigue and we don't give you these ideas and you don't think of ways to get around this. We should never have these things, but if it ever happens that you know adults or are an adult that could use this, hopefully it could help you till we could avoid this and only get about our day as independent and as functional as possible which is always the goal of OT especially here in OT land we want you to help you to relax and in support of energy conservation it controls anxiety improves your life quality reduces pain and discomfort increases vitality you could do this by making time for yourself by listening to music by being aware of muscle tension by using breathing and relaxation techniques we're going to talk about this God willing in another session hopefully related to stress management and we want you to feel like you can conserve your energy, you could use your energy properly by making yourself have frequent rest breaks before, during, and after completing a task. To do this, you make yourself have short rest periods which is better than long ones. Make sure you rest before you become tired or exhausted so it could be effective and make sure you have energy conservation. Don't be like, I could do five more minutes. No, you stop before that mark so that you don't get to that bad mark. Always exhale during the most strenuous part of an activity. We may be repeating some ideas from yesterday, but that's okay because we want to drill it in, make sure that you learn it and have it part of your life cycle. 
Exhale as you lift a heavy object or push something such as a vacuum cleaner away from you. When bending forward, exhale as you bend down and inhale when you sit upright. Use breathing control when walking or going up and down the stairs. Sit during as many activities as possible. Do not carry equipment if you can push it. Use both hands whenever possible while carrying items. Slide rather than lift objects. Push objects rather than pull them. Always try to bend at the knees rather than at the waist. That's a very important ergonomic principle. And again, this is from NHS Foundation Trust. If we didn't mention that before, it's from Guys and St. Thomas NHS Foundation Trust, using your energy wisely. When it comes to doing the energy conservation principles, we mentioned this yesterday. We're going to mention it again. Pace, prioritize, and plan ahead. We want to make sure that you know what to go do involved with this. You want to make sure that you're thinking for the future and that you're doing activities in the right way and that you adjust your environment and have good tools to do so. Don't cram your day. Spread it out through the day. Have the regular rest breaks. Stop before you come over tired. Adjust your list of things to do. Do half today and half tomorrow. Don't do everything right now. Alternate active tasks with quiet test. Don't rush. When prioritizing, think about what could be done tomorrow. Think about is it necessary to do it right now. Check if someone can help you. Don't commit yourself to things that are not manageable. Give realistic and achievable goals and make sure it's activities that are important and satisfying to you that are the most important to do now. When planning the activities, choose the best time of day for the activity. Make a list or a diary of the activities. Break the job into stages. Work it out what's needed. Think through each task what's really basic and involved. What's really needed. Do you have to stand? Make sure if you you have to stand, stand. If not, sit. Make sure to organize the task, distribute heavy activities throughout the week, such as gardening, washing windows, and heavy shopping. Don't do all in the same days. Make heavy and light activities be on the same day, ideally more light than heavy. And organize the timing of activities to avoid unnecessary trips. Like in my house, we have a couple of stairs, and I try not to go up and down so many times. If I'm going down for laundry, I'll bring up something with me. Or if I'm going down for laundry, I'll bring something down with me. So I limit the amount of stairs. That's why I always joke with my wife, I wish we got a ranch house where everything's on one floor except for the basement. Or a high ranch where it's two floors because it's only one set of stairs and you can get away with being on one floor the whole time. Especially for us lazy guys who in the middle of the night, if we forget something, we only have to walk down the hall instead of going up and down the stairs. But alas, we found something else, thank God, and that's what she was happy with, and that's what I'm happy with because she's happy with it. Make sure you adjust your environment as well. Adjust the height of work surfaces. We talked about this in ergonomics. Use labor-saving devices like a food processor or in the kitchen or in other aspects of the house. Store things you could regularly in cupboards or shelves that are reachable. Adequate lighting and ventilation is important. Use equipment that could help you like a grab rail, a perching stool to get in and out of the bath. Those rails, those bars are very important for that. Long-handed sponges for the bathroom, adaptive devices in general. And here in OT land, of course, we could give you more ideas with that, especially from your local OT. Place a chair at the stop at the bottom of stairs. Get a box to catch your incoming letters rather than having to bend. Use a remote control for whatever you can, especially a TV. Raise sockets so you don't have to bend down to plug things in. And make sure you always take those frequent rest breaks. You always exhale during the most strenuous part of the activity. Use that breathing control. Sit when you can. Push items instead of carrying. Use both hands when possible. Slide rather than lifting objects. Push rather than pulling. Always try to bend at the knees like we meant. And again, relaxation is very important. We're going to talk about this, God willing. We're going to donate our time for stress management in a future podcast. Relaxation is an important part of energy conservation to control the anxiety, improve your life quality, reduce pain and discomfort, and increase vitality. We mentioned it before. We're going to mention it again. And we're talking about how to make time for yourself. Listen to that music. Use breathing and relaxation techniques. 
And we want to make sure, again, we avoid fatigue, pain, shortness of breath, and activity cycling. And again, all these different things are found in this wonderful booklet from NHS. And we just wanted to reiterate points we mentioned on last time and this time here in Energy Conservation 2. And join us next time as we talk about joint principles, how to have good joints, and we're going to touch upon energy conservation and work simplification again. So join us as we continue in OT land and OT talk with Mr. T. And I'm your host, Mr. T.